Arizona Sports, the home of Phoenix Suns basketball. Suns playoff coverage presented by Michelob Ultra. Burns and Gambo talk Suns Clippers. Now. And the Suns reset with eight to shoot. Booker drives past man through the lane, hangs in the air, puts it off the window and in. Count that baby and the foul. The big time deuce in damage for D. Book with 42 seconds left. He's got 44 and counting, and the Suns are up eight. John Bloom firing up the valley on a Friday afternoon. Bloomer's great, man. He, he's great. Go get it, Bloomer. He's, uh, got that. he's good. He's so good at what he does. So good. He really is. He does a great yeah. job. He does a great job. He is at the the, the job is in good hands. It's in mm. good hands when Al retires. Have they paid, have they have they made it official that it's no, going to be John no, Bloom? No, they haven't. It'd be I, crazy I, if it's not him. I hope. Just crazy. I hope it's going to be He's so him. good. And not so just because good. we're friends with him. We are friends, full disclosure. But He's man, so he does good. such a good job. All right, but uh, as much as as much as much John Bloom would blush about us uh, talking about him like this, this segment is supposed to be how good Devin Booker is. And Devin Booker was once again otherworldly phenomenal last night in the Suns, 129-125 win over the Clippers to move up two games to one. Just when we thought Devin Booker, I mean, look, we talked about it after game two, that that was a top five all-time postseason performance from Devin Booker. Where the hell do we put this one? If that was a top five, what he's did he just, get in game racking them up. I mean, this one? I don't know. You, you get to a point where you rack up so many of them, it's hard to like, you know, it's hard to judge them. There's just so many good ones. I just think back of all the draft, for 10 years, all the draft picks they had, you know, that were high draft picks, and you get one. You get one. Once you, you hit the jackpot. You didn't hit the jackpot with Alex Len. You didn't hit it with Josh Jackson. You didn't hit it with Dragon Bender, TJ Warren, DeAndre Ayton. You just go back over the years. Man, all of those high draft picks, it's just so hard to get that one guy that yeah. could change a franchise. He's a franchise. That's why you talk about Wembayama, Like That's a guy that everybody expects is going to change a franchise. These teams that are terrible right now, this one guy's going to come in. Now, it took time. He wasn't able to do it by himself. His first few, five, what, five years here were brutal. Right? He didn't win many basketball games, but you knew you had something special in him. You knew he, you knew he was on the verge of, of becoming a great player, and then you have that now. You've got one of the truly great players in the game. And that's what makes it okay. Like a, a guy like Victor Wembayama, he's going to go number one overall. He's got every physical gift you would ever want. I mean, he is a freak. He's a super freak. He is crazy. The things he can do on the court. Booker didn't have those skills when he came out of Kentucky, and he got him 13th overall. But you're right to be able to draft a superstar 13th overall, and for him to have that kind of mentality that Devin Booker does. I mean, that's that's the part about it that I still really. I mean, I love watching Devin Booker's game. He's he's he, he's the guy I. Root for on this team above all others. He's yeah. iconic with what he does because uh, he stayed here too. And when, when things were bad, he didn't like bolt. But his mentality out there when he's playing, he's just a stone cold killer, man. He's out there. He's out there to rip your guts out, and he does it every single night. And he, not all nights are going to be as good as others. He was incredible last night, and I think. My favorite thing about Devin Booker's night last night, I got two favorite things from Devin Booker's night. Okay. Last. Okay. All right. Favorite thing number one is that for all those numbers that he put up, and they were all incredible, they included zero turnovers. I mean, he, he had the ball in his hand. Yeah. Think about that usage that, rate for Devin Booker. Not one turnover. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's huge because he is prone to turnovers. Yes, he is. And a lot of it is just. 
not being dialed in. I'm going to make this lazy, soft pass across the court that gets picked off, and it's a turnover. Yeah. He's been dialed in like that. I just want to say this, because I, I was just looking at this, because I, I just go back to when the Sun started to go from being a great team to 2008. That wasn't that freaking long ago. Robin Lopez, 15th overall. Not not good. Earl Clark, 14th overall. Um, Markeith Morris, 13th overall. Kendall Marshall, 13th month. Your 13th guy. overall. Your guy. It's a lie. I never liked him. Your guy. Alex Len, 5th <laughs> overall. Arizona Sports. Breaking news. According to Sham Sharanya, and yes, it is the real Sham Sharanya, even though he doesn't pay for a check mark. The Clippers are listing Kawhi Leonard as out for Game 4 against the Suns tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, his series is over. His series is done. Bye. No, this is done. It's done. done. And I'll tell you, I don't think tomorrow will be as close as yesterday was. I don't think so either. I mean, that's the, you know... Because the Clippers are, okay, now it's like... They got guys that are tired, too. You're staring down the barrel of a gun. And you're going, okay, well, we thought we could do it one game without him and maybe hold the fort down until we got him back. We don't have him back again. Mm. Yeah, no. No. Thank you for breaking in with that. I, I was I figured it was Kawhi, and I'm like I'm like sitting at the edge of my seat going, is he in or is he out? Is he in or is he out? Is he playing or is he not, right? God, how, um, many, how many years do they have left before they could just blow that up? If you are them, I don't. I, I have to. Kawhi Leonard's contract is. I mean, they got to blow that up. Like they, this is it. Like this is done. Aren't he and Paul George on the same twenty four twenty four twenty five? Those contract runs through. Like okay, it didn't work. You tried. You went for it. The bomber, the owner, went for it. I get it. It didn't work out. So you've got. Uh, good at these spot track things. I think you got two years left. I got, I'm looking at Paul George's. He's got 23, 24, and 24, 25. Left. All right, so they line us. So you got two more years. Okay. You got two more years. Man. I mean, do you try to get out from under it, or do you try to win with, with these two guys? Okay, so Kawhi Leonard is out, and, and you're right. I mean, look, all the credit in the world to the Clippers and how hard they played last night, and we'll talk about that coming up in a minute, yeah. because they played they played their butts off last night. How are they going to do that again without Kawhi Leonard? How, and, and if he's out for that game... I understand there's a longer break now built in between Game 4 and Game 5. Maybe they get him back for Game 5. But at that point, if they're down 3-1, what the hell are we talking about here, right? Like, like the Suns have to go for the jugular here. The Suns have to recognize what's in front of them. The Suns have to go up three games to one because the Suns are going to need their rests. They're, they're, they're exhausting their starters to win these games. They're doing what they have to do. I remember what I always say, though, right? That rest in between series. If you get rid of them in five, so that would be, if you get rid of them in five, right? I expect that they will now. So that's, they play Saturday and then they're off Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Correct. So Tuesday, they're going to be off. I don't think they start the next round until the following weekend. I, don't, I think you're. I think at the earliest they would start. So if it's weekend. Sunday, you get Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday off. Yeah. So the hell with the 42 minutes a game. Like if you get four straight days off, it's, it's a lot of recovery. It's a lot of recovery. And hopefully Minnesota can win a game or two against Denver and maybe extend that series a little bit. All right. So you were you were talking about Devin Booker. So I'll go back. I'll go back. So Robin Robin Lopez top 15 pick. Earl Clark top 15 pick. Markeith Morris, Kendall Marshall top 15 picks. Alex Len top 15 pick. T.J. Warren top 15 pick. Dragon Bender top 15 pick. 
Um, Josh Jackson, top 15 pick. DeAndre Eaton, top 15 pick. Like, you know, you get to the point where Jalen Smith, top 15 pick. But you like to think about how hard it is to get a player that could be your leader, your franchise leader. Mm-hmm. I mean, from 2008 on, I mean, they've, they've had their first round picks almost every year, almost. They don't amount to you. Got once, you got once in 15 years, did you get a guy that was capable of being the guy? Yeah. And imagine if they didn't pick him. There's a lot of franchise. Maybe they pick somebody else, and now you you don't have that guy. It's just it's just so hard to get that guy. It is. It's so hard. It's it's and and all of those past failures just remind you that the odds of finding a franchise player at number thirteen overall in the draft it is so hard to do. Um, I mentioned the zero turnovers, and our own Kellen Olson pointed out on his Twitter account that 45 points, six rebounds, three assists, three steals, two blocks, zero turnovers. Nobody in NBA playoff history has ever reached all those numbers with zero turnovers. Nobody ever. So it's like a first-time thing that you saw last night. Here's the other thing I loved about what Devin Booker did last night. That first quarter was awkward. It was rough. It was hard to watch at times because the Suns couldn't get into anything that they wanted to get into. It was slow with Chris. Kevin Durant got off to kind of a really awkward start. They all got off to an awkward start. At some point, about halfway through that first quarter, Devin Booker said, to hell with this. I'm just I'm just going. I'm just I'm just gonna shoot. I'm just gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot again. I'm gonna shoot again. I'm gonna shoot again. He just took that took that basketball game over. He scored 13 first quarter points. And Kellen's absolutely right when he tweeted last night, it felt like 33. It felt like Devin Booker single-handedly said, Nobody's got it tonight. I need to have it tonight. I need to do this. 13 first quarter points. And it was tied at 27 after Morris banks one in. Right. I, I mean, it was, he was, he scored half of your first quarter points when you had nothing cooking at all. Nothing that the Suns could do was working last night, except for Devin Booker all night long. He was phenomenal. It was, it was, it was, I, I don't know how many more things we can say about how great he was or how great he is. And I can't wait to see what the Clippers do now. Do they roll extra coverage to Devin Booker because he's absolutely killed him this year? Do they stick with guys on Kevin Durant and just see if Devin Booker can do it again? I don't know. I don't know. But now that they don't have Kawhi, now that he's officially been ruled out. he play out, with two fouls, too, in the first quarter? He picked up two pretty quickly, I think. Fairly quickly, yes. In fact, I remember... They got number two yes. with 55 seconds left. I, I, re- I remember EJ saying during the broadcast when they finally pulled him in the second quarter, he's like, yeah, Monty had to get him out of there because if he had picked yeah, up that two third, fouls he in the first. Yep. Yeah, two fouls in the first. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, listen, I, you, you got to respect those guys that find a way to play with foul trouble. Mm-hmm. Now that we know Kawhi Leonard is out again for Game 4 tomorrow, will that lead to the Suns finally be able to get a break for their guys? That's coming up. Burns and Gambo. Suns basketball. Suns playoff coverage presented by Michelob Ultra. Burns and Gambo talk Suns Clippers. Now. Alright, so a bunch of things come to mind with the news that just came down in the last 10 minutes. We played the breaking news sounder. Kawhi Leonard has been ruled out. The team has confirmed it. It was first reported by Sham Sharania. Other NBA insiders have tweeted it out as well. The Clippers have made it official. He's not going to play. Now, I was wondering all along, and you know this because we talked about this yesterday. I, I was wondering all along if their plan was 
to not play him in game three so that he'd be available for game four because it was such a quick turnaround, such a short turnaround. Clearly, that's not the case since he's not available. And the fact that he's not available now leads me to believe that he will not be available for the rest of the series. Now, that's just an assumption. I don't know. I could be wrong. Uh, I have no idea, but it certainly doesn't seem like he would be available potentially for the rest of the season. I, I, this is the break. They they got well, these same breaks in the, for the, the year they exactly, went to the championship against Milwaukee. That's exactly where I was going Same with breaks. This. this is 2021 all over again. Yeah. I mean, it's just... Lakers were banged up. The Denver didn't have Jamal Murray. Clippers uh, were without... Um, Kawhi. Kawhi, because they, they had Paul Kawhi. George went off on them. Mm-hmm. And yep. then last year was the opposite. So, yeah, I mean, this is... you know they, Now, going forward... Denver's healthy. Yeah. And if you start to look at the teams, like the Lakers, the Warriors are healthy. The Lakers are healthy. Sacramento's healthy. Sacramento's on the other side of the bracket. Memphis is still without two key players. Brandon Clark and Steven Adams. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we don't know about Ja, but they're without two. So Memphis is not very healthy. Yeah. And they're, I mean, all those teams that you just listed, they're kind of all on the other side of the bracket. Yeah. You meet them in the conference finals. You got to worry about Denver. Denver's the one you got to worry about. And for now that they're healthy. But yeah, that was the other, that was the other thing I was going to say is it's very reminiscent of 2021 when, when Kawhi Leonard was out. When Jamal Murray was out, when Anthony Davis was banged up, and everybody all year long, all postseason long, said this is illegitimate, this doesn't count, this isn't right. The Suns are lucky; they're not that good. They're playing all these teams that are banged up, and nobody cared. Nobody here cared. It's like, yeah, great, whatever. I can't hear you over all of these wins and the Suns going to the NBA Finals. They're getting the same breaks here. They clearly have to take advantage of it. They, they, and I think they will. I, I think the Clippers are. God bless them. Ty Lue coached the hell out of them last night, and they played hard. And they are cockroaches. Those LA. Clippers, they really are. They are very, very hard to kill. They are very hard to eliminate. They, they just, they, that whole game was a masterclass in hanging around. Second quarter, back to back to back threes by the Suns. They're up by eight. You think they're going to win by 20? Nope. Clippers come right back in. Third quarter, the Suns were up by what, 13 at one point? Yes, they were up by 13 the in the third quarter. Just, and then they just kept finding a way yep. to cut it to six. Find a way to cut it to seven. It was 79-66 after KD had that dunk. Remember that dunk yeah. from Paul, that highlight dunk? They were up to seven. room. <laughs> Was, was that the, the boom? I think no. that was the boom room. I thought it was book was the boom room. Was no, it was KD. Was it KD? It, KD throwing it down was the boom room. I thought. I I, I, I thought it was. Oh, I thought it was book. Positive. It might have been both. KD the boom room. I think he. I think yeah. K Ray only. Look, played why the, are we splitting hairs? Right, like they're both. <laughs> I, don't boom room. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I just want to know what state K Ray was in when he went to a club called the Boom Room. <laughs> Where were you, Kay Ray? Why do you want to go? Well, no, no. What state were you in when you went to the boom yo, room? Yo, yo, Kay Ray, it's Gambo. Where's the boom room? Where's the boom room? How good Ask, are the wings? Hashtag asking for a That's friend. the food. <laughs> well, they charge for beers at the boom room. I don't know where. I don't know where. But, but like, do you need a secret code to get into the boom room? Even, like, the fourth quarter. The Suns were up by 10, and still the Clippers just chipped and chipped and chipped. There was a three-point game fourth, a minute and a half ago. Fourth quarter, they were up by 13. 103-90, yeah. Okoji 
hit a two free throws. They're up 103-90. They're up by 13 about three or four minutes into the fourth quarter. So the point of all of this is that last night the Suns clearly didn't do a very good job of giving themselves enough margin for error to give their guys a little bit of a break last night. And Devin Booker played 45 minutes. Kevin Durant played 42. Chris Paul played 40. In a game in which with no Kawhi Leonard, no Paul George, you think the Suns are going to win by 15 and they could ease up a little bit on the minutes. Let's try it again tomorrow. Take two. Let's see if without Kawhi Leonard, we can avoid the whole cockroach thing with the Clippers. Let's see if tomorrow we can do it a little differently for the Suns, where maybe Devin Booker doesn't have to play 45, where maybe you're not playing those high-stress, high-leverage minutes, clutch-time minutes in the fourth quarter of a game against a team missing both of their stars. I have a but, though. But? But what if you end this thing by Tuesday? Then you... Do you... Do you like, I listen, I'm just... like. I never played in the NBA. Okay, wait, wait. You didn't? I've never played that. You know, I played every organized sport. I, I, I played every organized sport except basketball. Are you saying if you had played basketball that you would be in the NBA? No. Okay. I wasn't that good at any of the sports okay. I played. <laughs> but I played every single organized sport. Even they, like not too long ago, I was playing ice hockey in softball leagues and ice hockey leagues out here. Yeah. But I just never played basketball. But listen, you know, I know a lot a lot of people that have played and I'm friends with and coaches and GMs and stuff. And everybody, and I always say, everybody's always told me, the rest in between is what matters. Don't think about the 41 minute. Think about the five days in between if you could eliminate a team in four or five. I remember some of those Suns teams. I, the year, What was the year the Suns got beat by Dallas in the Western Conference Finals? That was you guys remember? 07? 2007? 07? Uh, that was the Boris Diaw. That was the Yamari was hurt. That was the Boris Diaw Raja Bell team. I think that was the 06 07 Suns. That was the 06 07 was the second round. It had to be a year before or a year later. Okay, so maybe the. The year before? 05 06. Okay, was that the year? Yeah. So okay. here's. And I always remember. They went seven against the Lakers, seven against the Clippers. Mike doesn't play a bench. They had no gas left in the tank for the Mavs. They were empty. They went seven against L.A., seven against L.A. Clippers, Lakers, 14 games, played the Mavericks on fumes, lost in six. Mm -hmm. It's better to get, you know, to play the high minutes and get a team out of there in four or five years. Now, if you play a lot of minutes and you got to go six or seven, totally different story sure. here. Sure. You know, I don't disagree. You know what's better than that? Both. Oh, you greedy son of a gun, you. Darn right. You just a you're greedy. Go, go up 3-1 against yeah. the LA Clippers. Yeah. Play Devin Booker 37 minutes. Yeah. Eliminate them on Tuesday. I, I mean, that I got to get some piece of I, cake and then wants to eat it. I, I, well, yeah, otherwise, why have a piece of cake? Um, <laughs> I never understood that. Um, I really never I mean, understood I don't, that. I don't disagree with you. Yeah. Obviously, the, the more days off in between series, yes, clearly. And, and whatever, look, I'm not saying the Suns should sacrifice minutes in the name of sacrificing a game. You, you play to win the game tomorrow. And if that means 45 more for Devin, fine, 45. That's 42 more for KD, fine, 42 more. I'm just, I am getting greedy. And I, okay, no, at some point, the LA Clippers are going to be like, okay, yeah, forget it, screw it, we're done. Like, we're, we're, we're not winning this series. We're, we're missing our two best guys. We're bringing a knife to a gunfight. This ain't going to happen. I hope tomorrow's that day. Because if it is, it means that maybe they can back off Devin a little bit. Maybe they can back off KD a little bit. If they can't, they can. If they can't, they can. And, and if, and just, if, win. If, if, just win. Just and, win. And I would never say back off book and sacrifice the game because you're worried about his minutes. Hell no. Win a damn game tomorrow. 
But if you get a chance to do both, do both. That'd be kind of nice because those Clippers, I'd say they made life hell on the Suns yesterday. They really did. I, I was impressed. I was genuinely impressed with well, how the Clippers yeah, played in that listen, game. They, they had a really good, smart game plan on the fly, and it almost worked. Register to win tickets to see Foo Fighters on October 3rd. Only if you say it like that. Foo Fighters. October 3rd at Talking Stick Resort Amphitheater. Head to the contest page at ArizonaSports.com for event details and your chance to win. The Suns still need to win the game tomorrow, and they need to win the series. And to do all of this, they're going to need help from the other half half of their core four and we'll talk about it next on burns and gambo arizona sports the local sports leader burns and gambo what's on tonight the games that we are going to watch tonight it's brought to you by global credit union 12 branches here to serve you become a member today at globalcu.org nba action tonight the hawks look at that 79 77 they're beating the celtics Eight and a half to go in the third quarter of that game. So the Hawks don't want to go down three games to none against the Boston Celtics. And so far, they got a two-point lead over Boston right now with eight and a half to go in the third. It won't last. No, it will not. Atlanta's not very good. Um, set the tip off at any minutes. Game three between the Cavs and the Knicks. That series is all tied up at a game apiece. And suddenly, a game that, I mean, we always had interest in it. Don't get me wrong. But now with the news that Kawhi Leonard is out again for game four. Nuggets, T-Wolves, 6.30 tonight. Oh, Minnesota. Yeah. Come on. Extend that series, baby. That's what you're hoping for. I don't know if they'll be able to do it. You said Rudy Gobert's questionable for that I, game? Uh, Rudy Gobert's questionable. So Rudy Gobert questionable. Anthony Edwards was playing out of his mind. Yes. You know. Uh, but Jamal Murray just had the, you know, had an incredible game. Very similar to the two fifty point games he had in the bubble a couple of years ago. He gets hot. You know, there was a lot of concern about Denver for like for a little while at the end of the season. They weren't playing very well uh, at all. Uh, but now, so far with these first two games with the Timberwolves, they look really good. They were a very trendy pick to get bounced in the first round by whoever came out of the play-in tournament. And I respect that Mitch is a big Denver Nuggets fan. I, I know, I know, I know. I just want that series to go nice and long, and I want the Suns series to go nice and quick. It's nothing against the Denver Nuggets or anything like that. And then, of course, Diamondbacks baseball is on tonight. Zach Gallon on the bump against the San Diego Padres. Game two of that four-game set. We'll preview that game coming up in Diamondbacks on deck. But that is also on tonight as well. So a lot to watch on this Friday evening. And of course, Suns Clippers tomorrow. Game four is at 1230. If for whatever reason, you're one of those 10 angry people who (coughs) there's more than 10 angry people. (laughs) Excuse me. I'm choking on something. My goodness. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. You want some water? Uh, I got like some water right here. Hold on. You, You You need pills? No, I don't need a pill. Okay. I don't need a pill. If you're one of the 10 angry people who texted you yesterday and said, how come I can't watch this game? It's blacked yeah, out. Yeah, because it was on NBA He was on NBA TV, and I have, you know, some people don't get Valley Sports Arizona. I mean, I don't even think about it because I always watch the game right, right. on the local shows, but I did get a bunch of people who are like, where is I can't watch the game? What's going on? And I'm not like you. I don't just give everybody my passcode. So um, I don't know what they, I don't know what they have to do. I give you my passcode. One. I have one passcode of yours. I've given you other passcodes before. Probably. <laughs> you want one of mine? I got a lot of stuff. You want Apple TV? I was going to say, you could give them the one to your bank account, maybe? Amazon, uh, Apple, no, that one, I know. Do, I do you have the passcode to the boom room? How do I get into that? I, 
That's the passcode I want, K-Ray. K-Ray's boom room. What's the, what's the, I, what's the passcode of the boom room, K-Ray? I looked it up. There is a real boom room, actually. It's in Philadelphia. The boom room is a private recording studio, multi-camera level, live stream, video production service, fully equipped band <laughs> rehearsal room, uh, whatever. Uh, the boom room. But Alex, great. right below is, whatever you do, keep Devin Booker away from the boom room. That was one tweet. Another guy, what the blank is a boom room, K-Ray? <laughs> <laughs> the Another girl, girl was like, I'm really glad you all thought Boom Room was as funny as I did. I'm still laughing about oh, it. I think it's Boom Room's hilarious. I think it's so funny. I, I hope he uses Boom Room again, to be honest oh, with I you. I hope he doesn't. That's, that's fantastic. I think it was great. I'm gonna no, say what no. I was going to say was, if you're complaining about it because you can't watch the game tomorrow, yeah. you can always listen here on Arizona Sports. We are here for you tomorrow at 1230. If you I don't think that it. one was planned out. I think he did. You know, he, he, he likes his... He, K-Ray's trying to come up with a signature call. Right? He's kind of trying to come up with that signature call people will follow and then to the what does he say Devin Booker to the right, the boom Booker goes boom Booker goes boom yeah, right and I think somehow room and boom got mixed up and he put them together there is a boom boom room on McDowell <laughs> is there really, we have a boom boom room here in town here? yeah I guess it's like a cocktail bar <laughs> Maybe that's where K Ray's going. Maybe that's where K Ray's oh, going. <laughs> looking for Yeah, the so when you it's like a speakeasy, right? You go down to the, the, the door of password. K Ray. Welcome to the boom boom room. At least a low key vibe. In. High key. <laughs> it's time. There the, is. Mitch is right. The secret password. We just is, found out where K Ray got it from. The secret password is Kevin Ray. You're in. <laughs> Congratulations. You're uh, in. That's, that's where it is. Um, yeah, this, okay. uh, this, injury, this injury thing is going around, by the way. Did you see the Joel Embiid news? No. What happened to him? Sprained right knee. He's going to miss game four against Brooklyn on Saturday. Not that. They're up three games to none. I mean, he really didn't play very well last night anyway. The, the, the Nets are not going to win this series. Maybe they win a game to keep from getting swept. So if you're Philly, you can probably afford to give Embiid the night off, yeah. knowing that you're up three games to none against the Nets. But he's got a sprained right knee. There's optimism he could be ready to return as soon as early as next week. So there's like, so, oh, when's he going to be back? Okay, kind of they're thing, up you know? three nothing. They've got a little wiggle room right there. Will they have Boston in the next round? Is that what they would have? I was just looking at the I player bracket. I believe so, they would have. So ball, yeah. Milwaukee would get the winner of Cleveland, New York, if Milwaukee wins, and the winner of Boston, Atlanta plays the, the plays Philly, Brooklyn. Winner. And Bead better rest up. If they got Boston in the next round. Yeah. Rest up, young man. Um, all right. So, obviously, everything has changed with the series with the news that Kawhi Leonard is out totally. again for tomorrow. Totally. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. That being said, let's let's focus on the Suns a little bit. And even though we're celebrating the fact that they're up 2-1 and they're surely going to win this series now with Kawhi Leonard missing game four tomorrow. And Paul George out, too. He's been officially ruled out as well. you got to focus on a little self-improvement here. And if you're the Suns, yes, Devin Booker has been phenomenal. Yes, Kevin Durant has been a very, very good Robin to Devin's Batman and all of that. Chris Paul, and, and I tell you again, but we, we really haven't talked a lot about DeAndre Eaton today. That was one of those games from DeAndre. We talked about him briefly at the beginning of the show. That is the kind of game that just drives you crazy if you're a Phoenix Suns fan because he's so disengaged. He seems so disinterested. The ball hits him in the hands routinely time and time again. And he, he missed can't. half his free throws. He can't. Gra- and, he, and you know what? 
I'm glad he got to the free throw line. Yeah. That's often like a measure of success for me for DeAndre Eaton yeah, that he's playing make physical enough to get to the line, but you got to make them when you get, and then get that No being, block shots. Nope. No nope. block shots. But that being said, came up with a couple of key offensive rebounds late. Granted, they were playing a small lineup out there, but you got to get them. The em. biggest offensive rebound of the game off of a, uh, a Booker missed shot. He got the rebound, gave it to KD, gave it back to Book. Booker drives, scores, foul, and one three-point play, ball game. And he did have some moments in the third quarter where it looked like he had kind of righted the ship a little bit. But that first half, that first half was some of the most disengaged basketball we've seen from DeAndre Ayton, and that is saying something, man. I think when we think DeAndre's disengaged, does it not have a lot to do with when he fumbles the fumbles the ball? When he's kind of like struggling to like catch it cleanly? And yes, figure out. I think that's a lot of the disengagement. That happened a few times in that game where he's just kind of you know struggling when he does get the ball and not paying attention and things like that. I mean, overall, you expect. I mean, you know, four for nine, he had twelve points, eleven rebounds. Um, I, I I think you expect more from him. I mean, he's we, we've seen him have these incredibly efficient games, but I. I don't look. Booker took twenty nine shots. Paul took eighteen. Durant took fifteen. You're gonna be most likely the fourth guy shot wise on that team. Okay. Maybe sometimes third, sometimes fourth. I don't want to make an excuse here. The the inability to get into a rhythm, but um, it might be harder for him to get into the ribbon uh, the rhythm when he's only getting a couple of touches a quarter. That might be, but honestly, that does kind of sound like excuse making. Yeah, no, he's got to play better. I agree. The, the limited work he did get, the limited touch, he, he's not making anything out of them. He has not. Right? Play, he is, he's not. He had twelve points, eleven rebounds, a minus five. You were a minus five in the time you were on the court. I can't remember when it happened, but do you remember that play where he got it down low? And everything about it said dunk, and he put up this little one-foot floater, and it just got swatted into the second Says row. Says every play he's ever been on. Uh, right? I, I mean, that's, that's half of his plays if he's not taking a jumper. Come on. Come on, DeAndre. A little bit of physicality. Just a little bit. You've got the ball one foot from the rim. Just dunk it. Don't just, just lob it up there and watch it get swatted away. I can't remember when it happened in the game, but it was one of those, jeez, oh, I've seen this before. And, and look, he'll... He had a good game in game two. He's kind of like Chris Paul in that regard, right? Like Chris Paul, yeah. not a good game one, bad Boy, they game almost three. Got to, hand in hand, they almost got to play well together, don't they? Maybe that's the trick, and I'm not kidding. Like, Chris Chris Paul's got to play well to feed DeAndre Ayton so DeAndre Ayton can play well. It's like Booker and K, Booker and KD are on an island by themselves. When you guys have the ball, you guys got to be on your own island. Yeah. Yeah, like, like for, for, for it, like, are we going to get a Chris Paul played really well in DA sucked game, or vice versa, or is it? Are they almost tied at the hip where they both have to play well because they rely on each other so much? Five forty two, and that might be the best point you made all day. Uh, and you've made good points today, but that's a really good point. Are they so tied together? That because it's the pick and roll game, they're not going to have a great game without the other having a great game. Well, Chris is Chris is a a really good spot up three point shooter who went one for eight. For him to be more active in the game, Chris has to hit some mid range jumpers. And and listen, Chris Chris's assists are like way down from what we're used to. I mean, he's a 10, 12, 13 point. He's averaging about seven, eight assists a game. Yeah, you know, maybe he has to, maybe it's really tied into him and DeAndre. All right, when we come back, we will look one more time at the Suns game and we'll talk about the bench because that's something we really haven't talked about yet today it was big surprise different again last night that's coming up next burns and gambo
Arizona Sports, the home of Phoenix Suns basketball. Suns playoff coverage presented by Michelob Ultra. Burns and Gambo talk Suns Clippers. Now. Here on this Friday afternoon on the Burns and Gambo show, and I realize that there's all the ways that we've talked about the Suns win last night and their 2-1 series lead and the news now that Kawhi Leonard has been ruled out for tomorrow's game. He will not play. Paul George has been ruled out. He will not play. One thing we haven't Chris talked Kamen's about. Chris Kamen's not walking through that door. No, he's not. Chris Bob Paul. McAdoo's not walking through that door. Chris Paul is, but he's just walking mm. in on the other side With the of the arena. With the other uniform yeah. on, yeah. The other, yeah, the other, the other locker room. Um, we have not spent one minute talking about the always unpredictable, always wacky Suns bench. Who's it going to be tomorrow? Because last night it was Damian Lee who just... Who took those Landry Shamit minutes from him like he was stealing candy from a kid, right? Like, okay, yeah, yeah it's, it's Landry, thank you. Uh, I'll take the second half and I'll drain a couple of threes and I'll spread the floor. Thank you How very much. How about TJ much. Warren for his, you know, complimentary four minutes? That's right. I am here. TJ, I just go out there. DJ, You're not yep. even going to break a sweat. The bench was better last night. Still not great by any stretch of the imagination. No. But, but Josh Kogi had five offensive rebounds. But he did go one for five from the field. He did, but he had a lot of energy out there. Yeah. Plays well with the starters. Mm-hmm. Bismack Biombo was a plus 18 when he was out there, which is yeah, nuts. Yeah, he's he had another block shot, had, you know, four rebounds, and he gives you some tough minutes. Yeah. You know, he gives you some tough minutes. Damian Lee knocked down two three-pointers. Sure so did. you looking for little positives. I mean, they didn't score a lot of points. They got out the scout scored again at 18 points on the bench. They're I mean, always going to get They're always going to. That's the always thing. You're not going to. So I don't know what we, we, you know, what are you looking for out of the Suns bench? Honestly, what are you looking for? That's what I'm looking for. Is those positive Something, thing? Is those positive little contributions where you can say right. that guy helped? Because we Josh both agree they're not going to win you a basketball no, no, game. No, no, they're, they're not. I mean, I think one guy maybe one day down the road is going to have a game where you go, "Hey, you know what? They won that basketball game because that dude got hot off the yeah, bench." Maybe I, once. I, I think it'll happen. Maybe once. Not. I'm not counting on him a lot. So what I need to have happen, knowing the Suns bench is never going to win the night. I need little contributions, and I feel like Damian Lee. He was big in the second half. He got. A a lot of minutes. He got a lot of run. He was good out there. Um, How wide open were those two three-pointers he took? But you know what? They're going to be. I know. So you got to have guys who can take them and make them. And he did it. A Kogi, he didn't shoot well, but he was very active last night. He had seven, oh, seven rebounds. Five on the boards, like you Flying said, on the offense. over the place seven. on the offensive he, glass. He does. He gives that to you. I mean, he's he's a hard no. You'll need, you'll need a Koji more. Um, as you go forward because of his defense, you know, you will. In this series, you know, they wanted... But the, the problem for Akoji is just that Torrey's playing so well. Oh Torrey Craig is playing so well. Um, six for six from the free throw line, three out of four from three point. He had 15 points. Like, he's, he's scoring the basket. Like... It's almost automatic when he takes a corner three wide open, isn't it? Oh. You almost expect that it's going to go in. It's very Jay Crowder-like. I used that comp yesterday, how streaky. He's been on an unbelievable hot streak right now. He has played so well. He's, he's like 62% of his threes he's making right now. They're like a plus 35 when he's out on the floor. It's crazy. It's crazy how well Torrey Craig is playing right now. So see what happens tomorrow. We'll see if anything changes. We'll see if campaign's back. He was getting some shots up today. He solicited as questionable for tomorrow. He certainly would help bring a little pace into the game if he's able to play. But again, the biggest news of this series is Kawhi Leonard out again for tomorrow, which seemingly would help the Suns with everything they need to have help with in eliminating the Clippers. A very pesky 
Clippers team that's still going to be a hard out. The, the Suns are going to win this series. The Clippers, even if it goes five, the Clippers are not going to make it easy on them. They're that well coached. They're that tough. They're that hard. They're, they're what, about, what about Tuesday here in Phoenix? They get down 3-1, having to play hostile environment on the road. There's no reason for quiet. Tasting blood. No, I'm just saying, like, are they are they going to play hard in that game, too? Oh, I mean, if they're down 3-1. Or is that going to be the, like, okay, look, you yeah. know? Yeah. We gave it our best shot at home. We couldn't get a win. Yeah. I, I suspect that might happen tomorrow, to be honest with you. Could. I mean. that With the news that he's out again, I, I, I wonder if that's going to happen again tomorrow. You didn't have a lot of time to think about it. Before yesterday's game, kind of had to react. Yeah, right? they just okay. Let's just go play now. You've got, you know, you got uh, all day to think about the fact that he's not playing. All right, we got Diamondbacks baseball coming up. Arizona Sports, the home of Arizona Diamondbacks baseball. We're checking in on the Diamondbacks as they warm up for the game's first pitch. D-backs on deck. Brought to you by Sonic Drive-In. Drive into your nearest Sonic location for the Super Sonic Double Stack Cheeseburger. For a limited time only at Sonic. And by 72 Sold. 72 Sold. Get a higher price for your home. D-backs and the Padres gain two of their four-game series is tonight. You'll hear it right here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. And your pitching matchup for tonight's game, Seth Lugo gets the start for San Diego. He's 2-0, 2.70 ERA so far on the season. The ace of the Arizona Diamondbacks, and boy, has he been pitching like one lately. Zach Gallen gets the start for Arizona tonight, 2-1 with a 3.33 ERA, currently riding a 14-2-thirds scoreless inning. Yeah, he, he's been fantastic. And Lugo uh, making his second career start against Arizona, 33-year-old. He's got a real good curveball. I mean, last season, he relied on that curve about 34% of the time. Opponents only hit 159 against him. This isn't my key for the game, but that's what you got to watch out. When that curveball's on, he could be really good. When it's not, then he's struggling. He could struggle. Gallon is the reigning National League player of the week in the two starts that he made this past week. 13-2 and two thirds innings. He did not allow a run. He had 18 strikeouts and just one walk in his two starts this past week. Yeah, he's been great. I mean, the first two starts, it was like, okay, get a feeling out process, understand the pitch clock, the timing. Now he's got that rhythm down and, and he's just, he's dealing. And he's back to, you know, he's back to being what we expect four starts in, that that great dominant ace pitcher that, that could end a losing streak for you or, or keep a winning streak going. Last night's the Diamondbacks dropped the opener 7-5. Tough play by Nick Ahmed. Ryan Nelson struggled with his command a little bit in that game last night. Uh, offensively, some chances for the Diamondbacks, but they did rally. They were down 5-1. They tied the game 5-5, but those two runs in the six ended up being the difference after the Ahmed error. It was, yeah, they, they really battled back from 5-1 to, to come back and tie it at 5. And then, you know, and even after that, even after the Ahmed error, there was a ball hit to, uh, to Alec Thomas in center field just over his reach, man. He made a nice try for it, went in for, that, for the two runs to give him the Padres the 7-5 lead, but uh, Alec Thomas almost was able to stop that bleeding. All right, the injury report for tonight's game is brought to you by the Arizona Department of Health Services. The first step to help is three numbers away. Call, text, or chat 988 to access the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Most of the same injured guys that we've been talking about for the D-backs. That uh, No changes to their depth chart in that regard. Carson Kelly still out. Kyle Lewis still continues 
continues to be out as well, in addition to others like Corbin Martin, Mark Melanson, Cole Sulcer, and of course, Zach Davies as well. Your MLB standings, they're presented by Desert Wholesale Diamond. Honored to be a part of your big life moments for over 32 years. Going into play tonight, the Arizona Diamondbacks in first, 11-9. and The San Diego Padres and the Dodgers are tied for second in the division with 10 and 11 records. Yeah, and that's why these, you know, these games when you play them, you're not going to play the Padres and Dodgers as much. It's important to win these games. You play against them because you have fewer of them. Yep. Uh, the game starts at 640. Let's get you a key to tonight's game from the key master over here. I need you to be the key master. I am the key master. Arizona Sports, the home of Arizona Diamondbacks baseball. D-backs, keys to the game. Driven by trucks only, the Valley's number one independent dealer and home of the lifetime engine warranty. Look at how they lost that game yesterday, right? Bogarts uh, hits a two-run homer. Carpenter hits a home run. The Padres have a two twenty two collective batting average. That's 28th in all of baseball. Not very good. But they're seventh in home runs with 25. They proved it yesterday with those two big home runs. The key is to keep the ball in the ballpark because the Padres can rake a little bit. All right. Game again starts at 640. Their pregame coverage begins in just a couple of minutes. That's going to do it for us on this Friday. We are out of here. We'll see you Monday straight up 2 o'clock right here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Have a great night, everyone. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.